Hello, friends, and welcome to the Koozie George podcast. We're just about to jump into a new adventure. Come on. Today, we're getting back into the country in a story called Koozie George and the Spongiest Sponge, written by me, Darren Galindo. But before we get into today's story, we want to remind you to write us a review. Podcast reviews go a long way in getting the Koozie George podcast into the ears of new listeners. So make sure you write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the stories. Another way you can help support the podcast is simply by telling your friends about us. Thanks! And now, let's put on our imagination caps as we go back to the country and try to get a bigger picture of what it's like. Grassy fields, fresh spring air, farm animals making noises all around, and Koozie George getting a little bit better at this whole country life. Yeehaw! Koozie George and the Spongiest Sponge Once upon a time, Koozie George and Rabbit Sebastian were out in the country. You remember the country, right? Koozie's cousin Moosey and his family have a farm there. George Family Farms, to be exact. And Koozie and Rabbit, and Bungie and Noodle, went out to visit them. Oh my goodness, it's so amazing out here! exclaimed Koozie. This was something that Koozie would say at least two or three times a day ever since they arrived four days ago. Dude, you must love doing this, Moosey! said Rabbit. Moosey looked at what Koozie and Rabbit were doing right then and there, and did not, in fact, love doing this. Actually, I hate walking the cows out to pasture, replied Moosey. What? How could you hate this? Yeah, dude, you get to do this every day. This is so cool. Well, when you have to do it every day, it's a little less cool, and more just like doing chores and stuff. I don't know, ma'am. This is really cool for me. Me too! I love walking Rosie and Frisbee and Baby Stone! Oh yeah! Baby Stone! Who's a good cow? Oh yeah! Who's a good little cow? Who's a good little cowy cowy cow? Yep! Koozie and Rabbit were having a wonderful time in the country. They had spent their first couple of mornings learning the morning chores and getting the hang of country life. Even Bungie and Noodle were loving their time in the country and getting to know the farm animals. Moosey's family had a big German shepherd named Tasha. Can you say Tasha? Koozie was a little afraid of Tasha at first because she was so big and looked like she always meant business. Poor little Noodle looked up to Tasha like she was his superhero. He loved to follow her around and copy some of the things she would do. Tasha liked Noodle. She wouldn't really play with him or act like she liked him, but it was nice having a little puppy around. She was proud to show off her farm and all the animals she took care of. If you know anything about a farm dog like Tasha, they are quality companions and basically part of the family. It was Tasha's job to keep the coyotes away from the farm animals, so even though Tasha loved being friendly around people, she could get pretty mean and aggressive when she heard noises out in the dark. She would growl and bark like the meanest dog you've ever heard. <coughs> The first time Tasha started barking, Koozie almost peed his pants. Ah! Whoa! Screamed Koozie. Is Tasha all right? Oh, she's fine. She probably heard a rustling in the bushes over there, said Uncle Fuzz. Does she ever bite you or anything? Bite us? Nope, she never done that. She's a good dog. She keeps the farm safe from coyotes and foxes. 
She even scared away a mountain lion once or twice. Wait, mountain lions? You guys have mountain lions out here? This is the country, Koozie. We don't have streetcars and fancy stores, but we do have mountain lions. Wow, mountain lions. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure Koozie and Rabbit walked around with a little more caution after that. Even though they never saw a mountain lion the whole time they were there, the fact that they might be out there was enough to freak them out a little bit. Nothing like some big cats in the wild to give you a healthy respect for nature. And speaking of cats, Bungie was doing just fine on the farm. There were lots of interesting things to check out and lots of sunny spots to take naps in. There was, however, Misha, the farm cat. She was a tough one. Misha was a softer white than Bungie, and she had black highlights and gray stripes on her tail. One look at Misha and you knew that she was the kind of cat that has killed stuff before. And with all the little critters running around the farm, there was a lot of opportunities for killing stuff. Bungie was a little intimidated by Misha. At first, Bungie had come over to say hi, but Misha couldn't care less about new visitors. Misha even hissed once or twice at Koozie and Rabbit before walking around like she was better than everybody else. Yep, Bungie and Noodle were in a whole different place. The country was fun, but it was also dangerous. In fact, Koozie and Rabbit were learning that the hard way for themselves. You see, that morning was just another morning for Koozie and Rabbit when they woke up before dawn. They geared up and got the chores done almost before the sun came up. After they had breakfast, the three boys, Koozie, Rabbit, and Moozy, went to the bedroom to change into their day clothes. Oh man, these pants need to come off, said Koozie. Uh, you see, when you live on a farm and you have to get up super early in the morning, you need to wear some warm stuff in order to not freeze to death. Actually, just kidding. You probably wouldn't freeze to death, but you would be like super cold. Super toad, Moozy would say. Koozie and Rabbit learned to wear nice warm pants for the morning, but by breakfast they would get too hot and then change into their day clothes, which were usually shorts and a t-shirt. Hey, get your pants off me, exclaimed Rabbit. <laughs> you can't take a pair of pants to the face, huh? Said Koozie. Koozie had removed his pants and then thrown them across the room right at Rabbit's face. <laughs> Good old pair of pants to the face. Pair of pants. Weren't you the one who said it's not a pair of pants anymore, Koozie? <laughs> hey, don't try and change the subject. Wait, they're not a pair of pants? Well, yes, they are pants. Just not a pair of pants. Not anymore, baby. The rule of the pairs is broken. They are simply pants now. But they've always been a pair of pants. Well, yeah, but not anymore. You can't do that. Do what? You can't just change it. Of course I can change it. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, Moozy, he kind of has a point. What point? The point of the pairs. What does that even mean? You know how it's like a pair of socks, a pair of pants, a pair of chonies? Chonies? What's a chony? Chonies are like magical underwears. Magical underwears? Yeah, like it's just like regular underwear except fancier and more magical. Wow, I've never heard of magical underwears before. Oh, magical underwears are the best. You can just take any pair of underwear you want and then call them chonies to make them more magical. Boy, that is cool. But that actually brings up my point about the pairs. What's that? A pair is two, right? Right? And a pair of socks is two socks, right? Right. So why is a pair of chonies just one stinky chony? And why is a pair of pants just one piece of pants? Oh, well that's just etymology. Etymology marshmallow? Etymology. What is that? You know, the origin of a word. What? Really? 
You mean that words don't just stay the same all the time? No, of course not. Words and phrases evolve over time. Sometimes they evolve so much they don't really make any more sense. Like pair of pants? Yeah, exactly. Well, what exactly does pair of pants even mean? Yeah, it just sounds like there should be two pants. That's just because it used to be two pieces. Oh, really? Like people would wear two pants? Well, yeah, sort of. They were more like sleeves for your legs. Sleeves for your legs? Didn't they ever hear of pants? Uh, oh, right. Yeah, this was way before they invented pants. They would just make two long sleeves that would go up, one on each leg, and then they would tie it together at the top around your waist. Haha, <laughs> like this? <laughs> Rabbit had hiked up his pants as high as they would go around his waist and was dancing around like a magical bullfrog. <laughs> you look ridiculous, Rabbit! <laughs> That's when you have to be careful not to choke on your pants. On your pair of pants, right? Yeah, you're right. I guess now that we know the etymology of the pair of pants, etymology, yeah, that. Now that we know the etymology of the pair of pants, it does kind of make sense. Yeah, I always thought that it was just a weird, crazy thing. Well, now you know where it came from. Hey, boys, said a voice from the hallway. It was Aunt Mabel. In here, Ma. Aunt Mabel came into the boys' room. Hey, wait, I'm naked. I don't have my pants on. Boys, 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 I'm not coming in. Don't come in. I'm not. I just want to let y'all know that Pa and I are heading into town with Nellie. Oh, can we come too? Oh, no, I don't want to go. You boys don't have to come along if you don't want to. But where are you guys going? They're just going to the farmer's market. It's super boring. It is not, shouted Nellie. It is too. It is not. It is too. No, it ain't. It's sophisticated. Sophisticated? It ain't sophisticated. <laughs> sophisticated? You can't even talk right. Hey, yes I can. You probably don't even know what sophisticated means. It means, uh, it, it means... Don't hurt yourself there. <laughs> You're too much of a hobo to understand anything. Did you just call me a hobo? Hobo, you're a hobo. I'm going to destroy you. Moosey, calm down, said Auntie Mabel firmly. But she called me a hobo. Nelly, you know your brother's not a hobo. Yeah, because there ain't no train around these parts. Your face shouldn't be around these parts. Nelly, go pack yourself up in the truck and wait for me and Pa. Aw, fine. So long, beeswax. What's that? I don't speak Neanderthal. A Neanderthal would be a step up for someone like you. Mom! 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 Moosey, Nelly, y'all best be using your ears only right now because one more word out of both of y'alls and y'all be selling mushrooms on a stand for a week. Whoa, Uncle Fuzz wasn't messing around at all. He came around the hallway and stood straight and tall between Moosey and Nelly. It seemed like Moosey and his sister Nelly got into some fights quite a bit. Do you have a brother or a sister? Do you ever fight with your brother or your sister? Did you know that if you have a brother or a sister, that means you have siblings? Siblings! I know, that kind of sounds like you have a disease or something, but siblings just means you have a brother or a sister. Uncle Fuzz stopped by the room and gave the look to make sure everything was calm again. Aunt Mabel took Nellie out to pack up the rest of the stuff from the kitchen into the truck. Koozie and Rabbit took the opportunity to get dressed as fast as they possibly could. Uncle Fuzz came into the boys' room and shut the door behind him. Moosey, you know better than to treat your sister poorly like that. But Pa, she started it. Nope, don't you call me but Pa. I mean it, Moosey. 
It don't matter what she calls you. You be respectful. There ain't no reason to give sour words back for sour words. What do I always tell you? Be a sponge. What's that now? Be a sponge. That's right. You be a sponge, boy. Yes, sir. Now, listen here. We're headed out to town for the market. Ma already told y'all that y'all can stay behind, right? Yeah, she told us. We're gonna stay. That's fine. If y'all staying, you got a few extra chores to get to before heading off swimming. Swimming? Oh, yeah. What do we gotta do? Make sure you bring them cows back and lock up the rest of them animals. Remember, Baby Stone needs to get tied up. He's small enough to fit through the fence and we don't want him wandering off again. Wandering off? Again? Yeah, I didn't tie him up so good last week and we found him on the other side of the field all scared and shivering. Aw, poor Baby Stone! That's right, poor Baby Stone. We don't want that happening again, so remember to tie him up before you head off. Okay, we'll get it. Good. We'll be back late, so you're on your own for dinner. Can you handle that? Yep, we can handle it, Pa. Good. I trust you boys are going to be all right, said Uncle Fuzz, looking around at Koozie and Rabbit. Oh, yeah, baby. We good, yo. Good, and don't call me baby. They all chuckled a bit, and Uncle Fuzz walked out to the truck. Uh, finally, I thought they'd never leave. Hey, Moosey, what's this stuff about being a sponge? Oh, yeah, that was a little bit confusing. Aren't sponges supposed to suck stuff up? That's uh, just something my pa always tells me. Be a sponge. Well, what does it mean? Oh, it just means to soak up the violence so that there can be peace. Soak up violence? Yeah, like when Nellie started calling me names. It makes me real mad and sometimes I call her names right back. Oh, but you're supposed to be a sponge to soak up the violence instead of saying more mean things? Yeah, something like that. Moosey, you're such a bean dip. What now? You're a bean dip. Uh, okay. Wow, you're so good at this. Good at what? Good at what? Being a sponge. I just called you a bean dip twice and you didn't even do anything. Amazing. Uh, I ain't never been called bean dip before. Man, if someone called me a bean dip, I'd be all up in their face like, What? What did you just say to me? Say it again in my face. Looks like you've got a long way to go before you're a sponge. What did you just call me? You're not a very good sponge. What? I'm a fantastic sponge. I'm the spongiest sponge you've ever seen in your life. Well, Koozie, if that was your example of being a sponge, it was pretty lame. What? Yeah, dude. You were just pretending to be called Bean Dip, and you still got super mad and wanted to fight back against yourself. Well, I was just joking, I think. But you're probably right. If someone calls me a name I don't like, I want to get back at them right away. Yeah, but that's just not the way of Jesus. Jesus? What does Jesus have to do with any of this? Well, because he's the one who said it all first. You mean Jesus was calling people bean dips? I don't remember that first. No, no. Jesus said, do unto others what you want them to do to you. Do to others? Yeah. If you want people to treat you good, you have to treat other people good. Like, no matter what? Well, yeah, no matter what. That's where the sponge comes in. Oh, yeah. Absorb all the bad stuff. Wow, that's hard. Exactly. It's really hard. Like, way harder than fighting back. Just then, there was a knock on the bedroom door. What do you want? I just wanted to come over here and apologize. What? I'm sorry for calling you names, Moosey. It wasn't right, and I'm sorry. Wait, did Mama make you come over here and say that? No, but she did remind me to treat others to bring out the best in them. 
If Jesus can absorb violence and become friends with people who hated him, I should be able to make peace with you because you're my brother. Uh, that's super cool, Nelly. I'm sorry for saying those mean things back to you. Will you forgive me? Nellie nodded her head yes as the siblings gave each other an awkward little hug. All right, I gotta go, said Nellie as she ran out the door. A few moments later, the boys could hear the truck start up and drive off. Wow, dude, that was kind of cool. Yeah, she never apologizes. Whoa, that was crazy. I thought she was coming back to throw down some more names and make fun of you. But then she was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you both were like, yeah, let's be friends again. Uh, did we see the same thing, Koozie? Yeah, I was standing right here. Cause I saw what a sponge is supposed to be. It soaked up all the negativity and now, Moozy and Nelly are friends again. I know, that's like literally what I just said. Uh, no, you didn't say anything like that. Nope, you were like, blah, blah, blah. And then Moozy was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> is that what I sounded like? Yeah, Koozie. You sure have a special way of communicating. Oh man, now that they're all gone, should we go handle the animals so we can finally go swimming? Oh yeah, swimming! So with that, the boys got all geared up to finish off the rest of their chores so they could finally get some swimming in. Moosey had a few tricks up his sleeve on how they could make it all go by faster, which basically means he didn't really do everything his dad asked him to do. All right, we're all done, exclaimed Moosey. Wow, that was faster than I thought it would be. I know. We must be getting really good at all these country chores. You know, you don't have to call them country chores. They're just chores. Oh, yeah, right. Hey, did you guys tie up Baby Stone? I brought the cows in, but I didn't tie him up. Oh, yeah, Baby Stone. No, I didn't tie him up. Uh, I did. Yeah, after you guys left the cow pen, I tied up Baby Stone real quick. Oh, good. That's a relief. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go swimming. So the boys changed into their swimming stuff and headed out to the swimming hole. Little did Koozie and Rabbit know that poor baby Stone was in fact not tied up very good. Moosey had said he tied him up good, but what he actually did was toss a rope towards him and place a box in front of the pen so he wouldn't get out. But I don't think that stuff is going to help keep baby Stone from escaping. Hmm, I guess we'll have to find out what happens next time. The end. Wow, that was so fun. Going swimming in the country sounds amazing, right? But what about the animals? Do you think anything will happen to them? I'm sure they'll be okay, hopefully. But anyways, make sure to hit that subscribe button to keep up with all the stories, tell all your friends about us, and we'll see you next time for another adventure. Goodbye.